All right, we are live. Hey everyone, this is Clay. It's Monday. Um, we are going to be talking about how to let go of someone that you love today. Uh, before we go ahead and get started, if you like what we're doing here, please go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel and hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notified next time we go live or next time we do one of these videos. Um, yeah, so we're going to be talking about how to let go of someone you love. This was a comment that somebody asked last Friday in Friday's video, and I thought it was a big topic, and I thought it would be something that we would probably need to make a whole video on as opposed to just answering um, in the Q&A portion of the video. Um, before we go ahead and get into that, though, I, had, I found this weird thing over the weekend. Um, I was at this smoothie shop, and, uh, you know, it's a smoothie shop, so they have, like, healthy stuff there. And they have this, like, little corner where they have these local events that are happening that are, like, health-related, you know, usually, like, yoga stuff. And they had this. It was a, um, I don't know if this is going to be backwards in the video or not, but it says it's a two days, one island, zero phones. And it's basically a, a you go to this island outside of Seattle, and you spend a weekend just not being on your phone, not being on social media. Um, looks like you stay in this little room here, and you just are alone with your thoughts. I don't know if there's like a particular program that they have you go through where you like interact with people or learn stuff or whatever. But I mean, yeah, people are pushing back against all this social media stuff. I thought that was uh, interesting because we were talking about that on Friday. But yeah, okay, let's go ahead and get into the letting go of somebody that you love uh, portion of this video. So, um, like I was mentioning, we had a question on Friday's video about how to let go of somebody that you love. And the first way, the first thing that you need to do is that you need to understand that there's some sort of incompatibility between the two of you, right? I mean, if, if the two of you were completely compatible, then you would probably work things out and have a good relationship together. But the fact that you are not together, not in a great relationship, and you're considering like trying to let go and trying to move on, um, it means that there's some sort of incompatibility, and you need to acknowledge that. And uh, in order to get to this place, you need to really understand yourself, understand what you're looking for in a relationship or a partner, and you also need to understand who your partner is, who this person is that you want to let go of, whether they're your partner, your ex, or someone else. You need to understand their, their nature, how they behave, what their personality is like. And um, you need to accept them as they are. That's the second part. You need to accept them as they are. Uh, because, you know, you can say somebody has a certain personality, somebody is a certain way, but I can change them. I can change them. I can make them so they care more. I can make it so that they are more present. I can make it so that they are more adventurous. I can make it so that they want to, you know, do whatever, right? But I want you to let go of that idea, and I want you to accept them as they are. And if you know what you want, and if you know who they are, and you can accept them as they are, can you be in a relationship with that person as 
they are. And if you can't, because again, there's that incompatibility in some fashion or other, then really you need to let them go. You need to create that space in your own life so that you can let go of that person. Because as long as you're hung up emotionally on somebody who's not compatible with you, somebody who's incompatible with you in some way, somebody who's not the right person for you to be with in a relationship in some way, then you won't have that space for when the right person does come along. And I know this is probably not something that a lot of people in this day and age do. I've noticed that a lot of people in these days will just stay in a relationship until it's completely intolerable or until someone better comes along and then they'll try and you know jump from one branch to the next like a monkey. Um, but that's not the best way to go about doing it because if somebody's willing to you know like be the other woman to you know have you cheat on somebody in order to be with them then they might be open to cheating on you right and that's probably not somebody that you want to be in a relationship with um, so you want to like we've been talking about over these past several videos since I started these live streams like three weeks ago you want to know what your standards are you want to know what your values are and you want to not settle for less and if you realize that you're dating somebody or you are in a relationship with somebody that isn't living up to your standards even if you love them you have to let them go because from a purely self-interested standpoint from your standpoint the more time you spend with somebody who's not the right person for you the less exposure you're going to get, the less chances you're going to get to be in a relationship or to meet somebody who can be the right person for you. But instead, in, in our society, we get into a relationship and we try and stay in that relationship and try and make it work, even if it takes years and years and years, and then eventually it just blows up, even though we could look back and see all of these red flags and signs that it wasn't right and all of that but we try and stay in that relationship. And by doing so, even though we know it's not the right one for us, even though there's all these signs that it's not the right one for us, but in staying in that relationship, we are, you know, let's just say for two years. By staying in that relationship for two years, those are two years that you don't have to meet the person that's right for you. And I mean, if that doesn't even do it for you um, from the self-interested standpoint, um, you can think about it from your partner's standpoint too. If, um, if the two of you are incompatible for any number of reasons, doesn't mean that they are wrong, doesn't mean that you're wrong, doesn't mean that they're right, doesn't mean that you're right, just means that you're incompatible for any number of reasons. But if you're incompatible, then obviously the loving thing to do is to let them go so that they can find somebody who is able and willing to accept them for who they are, who is able and willing to be the partner that, that they would have their ideal relationship with. And I know that what like you could possibly hear that and think about it as like, oh, that means I'm not good enough. That means I'm a bad person. That means I'm like not living up to my potential or something. But I'm not trying to say that at all. Because again, this isn't about a value judgment. This is just about 
hey, you're this way and they're this way, and for whatever reason, when the two of you come together, it doesn't work out very well. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It just means that the two of you don't come together to create a harmonious relationship. And uh, really, in that perspective, the most loving thing that you could do is to let go. Um, at that point in time, what you want to do is you want to make the choice to close that chapter of your life. You want to make the, that choice to close that chapter of your life and to not look back. You want to draw a line in the sand and say, okay, look, our time together, it was hopefully nice. Uh, we had some nice memories. Hopefully I learned something. Hopefully you learned something. But um, that chapter's over. And, you know, if you need to do things like delete their phone number, block them or whatever, then, uh, then do that. But you have to make a one-way choice. You know, it's like those, um, those spikes at parking garages and stuff, you know, like when you can only go out the, the exit. You know, they have these, like, spikes that you can drive over one way, but if you were to back over it or go in the wrong way or something, it would, like, totally pop your tires. It has to be something like that, where it's, like, the one-way spikes and you cannot go back. You have to create that condition in order to help you let go. Um, because obviously if you're continuously in contact with them, it's just gonna make it much, much, much more difficult to stick to your resolution, stick to your commitment to yourself that this relationship isn't working, that it's not beneficial for you, that it's not helpful for you, that it's not helpful for them, it's not beneficial for them, and that both of you could be a whole lot happier in different circumstances. And uh, then, of course, the final step, you don't want to overlook this one, is to really appreciate what you did have. Appreciate what you had with each other. Not in a way where you want to go back to it, but, but more in a way like where you can look back on that chapter and just say, hey, this is like my time in high school. This is like my time in college. This is like uh, my time working at this particular company. This is like those couple years that I lived in this particular city. And you can just look at those as a chapter of your life and not have to try and recreate it, not have to try to grasp it back, not have to try to continuously live in it, but you can just appreciate it. Like, I don't think any of us really want to go back to high school. You know, whether or not you had a great time in high school or whether or not you let high school was a living hell for you, I don't think most of us as adults in, in our 20s, 30s, or older would really desire to go back to high school. You know, we might have enjoyed it, but you know, to actually say, okay, I'm going to enroll in the 13th grade. Let's go ahead and do this. I'm a 36-year-old man. I am going to go back to high. Like, no, nobody wants to do that, right? And you have to see your past with this person like that. Whether it was good, whether it was bad, you have to just accept it, appreciate it, learn any lessons that you need to from it, and uh, let go. Let go of the emotion. Let go of the need to feel like you need to change the past, that you're responsible for the past, that anything like that happened. Because remember, it was a relationship. Both of you were equally involved. The, the relationship that you had was a co-creation between the two of you. 
And I know that this is a whole lot easier said than done. Um, trust me, I totally know. Um, the last time that me and my big ex, the one that I was with for seven years, the last time that we broke up, um, we, had, we had broken up and gotten back together a couple times, but uh, the last time that we broke up, we came to the realization that we wanted different things in life. I've talked about this before, but she wanted a very secure, very structured, very predictable life. I wanted to, you know, be a little bit more outgoing in life, travel the world, do things apparently like be on YouTube, um, start businesses, try different things, go places, things like that. And it doesn't mean that she was wrong for wanting what she wanted. It doesn't mean that I was wrong for wanting what I wanted. It doesn't mean that I was right and that she was wrong or that she was right and I was wrong. It just means that we wanted different things. And as long as we stayed in that dynamic, even though you know, we could connect, even though we cared for each other, even though all of that stuff, the more we stayed with each other, the more one of us would be missing out. You know, if we did the nice stable thing, then she would have missed out, or I would have missed out on my desire to be adventurous. If we did the adventurous thing, she would have been like dragging, kicking and screaming out of her comfort zone and she would be missing out on what she wanted. And so um, after we broke up, I remember I had to make that tough choice. You know, I, I could have tried to get back in touch with her, contact her, work things out or whatever, like we had done before. But I think on some level I knew that what was best for me, at the time I wasn't really thinking about her, but uh, what was best for me was to step into my own discomfort, was to step into my own challenge, my own struggle, my own fears of being single, of having to learn how to date, because we actually met each other in high school, and of course dating in the real world is a whole lot different than dating in high school. Um, I had to step into my social anxieties, my, my phobias, my shyness that, uh, that I, I don't really, it's kind of weird. Like I'm not really a shy person anymore, but I still think of myself as a shy person, but I'm not particularly, I mean, I'm totally an introvert, but there's a difference between being an introvert and being shy. But uh, I, I've since overcome my shyness, obviously, because I'm here on YouTube. I checked the other day and apparently nine and a half million people have viewed all my videos, which is kind of terrifying if you think about talking to nine and a half million people all at once. Um, but yeah, uh, apparently I've overcome my shyness, even though I still think of myself as a shy person when I'm just kind of on my own. But um, I made that tough choice of just like drawing a line in the sand and saying, no, that's it. Me and my ex, we're not going to get back together. I'm going to sit in this difficulty, in this pain, in this discomfort, in this fear, in this anxiety, and I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to learn how to overcome all of my self-created obstacles. I'm going to learn how to date. I'm going to learn how to have a great relationship. I'm going to learn how to have a great relationship with somebody who I'm compatible with. And it wasn't an easy process. Um, first several weeks and months were really just kind of me mourning the loss of that relationship that I had with my ex. Spent a lot of time by myself, a lot of time doing incredibly manly things like crying. Um, I worked through my emotions by 
doing some artwork. I did some painting. Don't do that much anymore because I just don't have the time and energy to do it. Uh, but I used to do that back then, and that helped a lot. And um, after that kind of initial stage was over, I started to get out of my shell a little bit more and interact with other people, get out, start being more social, make more friends, dating, all that stuff. And, um, you know, definitely was not a, an easy, straightforward road for me. Um, but eventually, after, oh, I'd say maybe almost two years, I got myself put together again. Uh, I got my issues worked out at least well enough at the time to actually be able to meet my wife, Mika. And um, we've been together since then uh, for about uh, a little bit over 10 and a half years now, almost 10 and a half years. So I definitely know that this path is not an easy one, but it's one that I've gone through before. And it's one that um, I know that you can make it through too. But most important thing is you have to accept your partner as they are, accept that you're incompatible, do the loving thing you know, either for yourself or for them or for both of you until like let go, do whatever you need to do to like flip that switch in your head so it makes sense to you. And um, you gotta draw that line in the sand. One way spikes, like at the parking garage, right? And then uh, of course obviously appreciate the time that you had. Like, yeah, me and my ex, we, we didn't work out. Um, but I don't see those seven years as a waste. I don't see them as just time that was wasted. We had good memories. I learned lessons from my experience w with her, uh, both you know together with her and as a consequence of all the things that happened after that, such as, you know, hey, Clay, you, you need to get over your shyness. You need to learn how to actually date women in the real world, not just in high school. You need to actually figure out all this stuff. Um, you know, you're 24 years old. You, come on, you gotta get this stuff together. And so I actually look at that breakup as one of the best things that happened to me because it taught me so many lessons, because it helped to make me into the person that I am. And I kind of like the person that I am today. And I hope that you like the person that you are. Um, in the future moving forward as well too. So that's what I'd say for getting over somebody that you love. It's not easy. You can do it though. But you got to you got to make the choice one that you can't easily reverse on. And if that means surrounding yourself with other people that are going to help you and make that possible, keep you accountable, then do it. Uh, if you can do it on your own, that's fine. Um, but you got to make sure that it's something that you can't easily back out of. Um, if you want to learn more about having a great, healthy relationship, you'd probably like our book, Be Loved for Who You Are. You can find out more about that over at modernlove.life slash book. And with that being said, let's go ahead and see what people are talking about in the comments section. Um, C and J says, I need this one. Well, I hope this helped you out. Uh, good afternoon. Hello. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I actually had a really great weekend, really laid back and easy. Your, your weekends are kind of simple when you have a baby, um, but it was the first really nice weekend here in Seattle. Uh, we had some great weather, got out in the sun, uh, got some fresh air, 
just walked around. We went to the, the nursery, the plant nursery, not the baby nursery, but you know, the plant nursery. Uh, looked at some plants. Um, just went to like a, a like a community thing where people are getting rid of their old kids stuff, and we kind of rummaged through that. Went to a couple uh, cafes and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, pretty simple weekend. But hey, I was just happy because I got to get out in the nice weather. Let's see what else are people talking about. Uh, what if you have a baby by them? Yeah, I mean, if you have a baby, then obviously you need to keep that like relationship intact so that you can communicate about the needs of the baby. You can share custody if you're doing that. Um, you can talk about any logistics that need to happen. But um, you know, you, you gotta you gotta accept that the two of you aren't a good fit to be together in a relationship. You got to um, know what you're looking for. You got to let go of them as a romantic partner. And you've got to draw that line in the sand. You, you know, sure, maybe you're not gonna like never talk to them again, but you have to put up that like energetic barrier that says, okay, we're never gonna go past talking about the baby again. We're just gonna keep it civil. We're gonna keep it civilized. We're gonna keep it friendly, um, but we're not gonna you know try and work things out or anything like that because you can recognize that you have that incompatibility that uh, that the two of you don't go come well together to make a great relationship and you know obviously of course don't like bring a whole lot of drama into the into the relationship don't dump a, bu a bunch of drama on the kid don't talk bad about each other in front of the kid don't like use the kid to send messages back and forth between one another that's just gonna be a, a, a less than desirable um, situation for the child so uh, and it's not fair to them but you know just just keep the relationship at the level that you need to in order to be good parents, in order to talk about the parenting stuff that you need to, um, and then keep that line there that says, okay, that relationship is done. We had some great times, but it's over. And I, when it comes to romantic relationships, I'm going to look elsewhere, but you know, I still have a child with this other person and I need to deal with that as an adult okay uh, let's see where else or what else are people talking about um hello from india what if you have a baby we already answered that one um i was sweet with my ex and i used to surprise her a lot will these memories let her think about our past or our relationship she likes surprises um Probably. I mean, there, I, I totally get that a lot of people have this fear that their ex is going to forget about them, that their ex is just going to like never remember them or never think about their time together. And like, unless your ex has some sort of brain damage or something like that, they will not forget about you, okay? If you had a meaningful, substantial relationship, if uh, you were together for like a you know, a good amount of time, you know, like obviously if you just had like one date or something, that's one thing. But if you were in an actual relationship, they won't forget you. They'll remember you. They'll think back to you. They'll, they'll probably even think, have warm, endearing thoughts about you. Um, and they'll probably appreciate the time that you had together if they were being honest. 
and you know, assuming they can let go of the pain and hurt and be honest with themselves, you know, yeah, they'll totally, they'll totally miss you and they'll totally appreciate those, those things that you did, whatever those surprises may have been. Let's see if we can answer, let's just say two more questions. Um, okay, okay. Let's see if we can get caught up to where we were. Sorry guys, the comments section, it's, it's hard to, I know that it looks really clean from your end, but here I just get these bubbles that pop up and then disappear. And I have to like scroll back through these and try and find out where I left off. My ex's rebound just tried to follow me on social media. What does this mean? He's seen me with my ex recently. Well, he's probably just curious about you. He's probably like, who is this person? Like, I mean, honestly, he's probably insecure. He's probably like, who is this person? Am I better than this person? Is this person better than me? Uh, should I be, should I like worry about my ex seeing this person? Um, I mean, honestly, he's probably just insecure and he's probably just trying to understand who you are to, to kind of measure himself against who you are and see if like he's better than you or you're better than him or whatever. And I know that's like totally a subjective thing. Like I don't think anybody's really better than anyone else, but um, that's probably what he's thinking on, a, on an intellectual level and kind of where he's at emotionally. Let's see if we can do, let's see, we're at, okay, not at 30 minutes yet. <laughs> um, again, I wanna try and keep these videos kind of around 30 minutes or less because people get upset with me when they're too long. Um, he cheated on me, broke up with me, but I still text every day and he went out on the weekend. Then he's like, see ya, doesn't even give me a second gland, I guess glance, um, when he gets into the car and drives off. Okay, so I would say number one, do you want to be with somebody who cheats with you? If the answer is no, then this is not your guy. Number two, if you don't want to be with somebody that cheats with you, then why are you still in contact with this guy? I would do what I've mentioned in this video, except that he is the kind of person that cheats, who, uh, you know, the cheating is probably caused by some sort of thing that was missing in the relationship that he wanted or needed. Um, Again, I'm not putting that on you. I'm just saying that's probably what happened. Um, and how he dealt with that need of his emotion was instead of talking to you about it, he decided to just cheat on somebody else or cheat on you with somebody else. Um, and so you have to accept that's kind of who he is. And if that's who you want to be in a relationship with, that's fine. I would hope that you would love yourself enough to not want that, but uh, this is your life. You get to choose it. Um, and if you don't want to be with somebody like that, again, you got to do what I said. You got to accept him as he is, let him go so that you can find somebody to be in your life that's not going to cheat on you and to draw that line, stop interacting with him as much as you possibly can. And again, I know there are considerations like if you have a child or if you have friends together or something like that. Um, but cut that off as much as you can and then just let go and appreciate that the time that you did have together. You know, yeah, it sucks that he cheated, but I'm sure that there were some good qualities about him as well too, otherwise you wouldn't have gotten together. So appreciate those, learn from those, and love yourself enough to know who you want to be with moving forward and what kind of relationship you really want moving forward. 
Um, okay, it's 28 minutes, so let's see if we can get one more question in. Um, tips for getting over an ex that has gaslighted me and blamed me for almost everything. Possible BPD, ex, girlfriend, borderline personality disorder. Um, yeah, so if you don't want to be with someone like that, you don't have to. If you don't want to interact with somebody who is going to blame you and attack you and accuse you of things and gaslight you and all of that, you don't have to. You can take out your phone and delete the number and block the number and unfollow her on social media and all of that stuff. You do not have to put up with this, okay? Um, that's, the, I mean, it's as simple as that, right? I would hope that you love yourself enough to not have to put yourself in a situation where you're being gaslit by somebody, where if somebody starts to do that, you can say, okay, that's cool if you wanna do that, but that's not what I'm down for. I'm gonna go over here and be in a relationship with somebody who's gonna be a little bit more considerate moving forward. Um, but yeah, do the things that I mentioned in this video and uh, draw that line in the sand. Make that difficult choice. It may be hard, but in the long run, it's going to make it so much easier to just not be in contact with somebody that's not good for you, okay? All right, guys, so that's this video. Um, if you wanna learn more about how to, how to have a great, healthy relationship, check out our book, Be Loved For Who You Are, over at modernlove.life slash book. Modernlove.life slash book. Uh, I don't know, if you're interested, maybe consider signing up for one of those uh, phone-free retreats. I'm probably not gonna do it, but hey, it's cool to see people push back against social media. And um, I know that a lot of people are really wanting to listen to these videos in a podcast. I'm still trying to get some things figured out with iTunes. Uh, I upload these recordings onto a service called SoundCloud, and I'm trying to connect that with iTunes, but there's some kind of issue. From what I understand, reading a whole bunch of tech websites, it's SoundCloud's fault, but hey, we'll figure it out sooner or later. Anyway, thanks.